Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys continued their assault into the Gate of Twelve Suns, and where we have not starship combat in space. Also this week, I tell you all about our plans for Pathfinder 2nd Edition. And also this week, I do not have a PC GM tip. So a few things. First of all, as you all know, I do not really like Starship Combat, or enjoy it in its current form is the more accurate term, as do my players. So I adjusted the combat this week. If you guys know the adventure, there's supposed to be a Starship Combat that comes right about now in the adventure, but I adjust it and make it, well, you'll see what I make it into. It's actually going to be a multi-part adventure. Here's the funny part. I don't actually remember doing this. I actually was listening to this. When I edit these episodes, I say I remember maybe 2 or 3% of these episodes. So when I listen to them, it's always a fun adventure for me. When I was editing this episode, I remembered 0% of it because I kind of adjusted and changed the adventure on the fly almost. And then we did it in like one or two sessions. And that was a few months ago. And it just fell out of my memory. So when I'm listening to this... I actually had no idea what was going to happen. It just somehow got blanked out of my memory, which is kind of fun because when you're editing your own podcast, it's like you're listening to it for the very first time. So cool. Also, we finally have all of our interviews in a row. I have a million interviews with everyone from Paizo talking all about Pathfinder 2nd Edition. The first one that I just completed a few minutes ago was with James Jacobs, and we are going to be talking about the new adventure paths and how those are going to be sorted out in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We actually talked for a long time. The full unedited interview is over an hour and a half long, so I imagine the edited one is going to be just a little bit shorter than that, and and we talk about the adventure path, we talk about Pathfinder 1st Edition, some of the things he created, some of his favorite things, how he takes some of his personal adventures and content from his home games and turns them into Pathfinder content. We talk about the rules and what we like about it. We get into a kind of a really deep discussion of Pathfinder 2nd Edition, probably too much for something that was supposed to be talking about the adventure paths. And of course, we talk about the adventure paths themselves. So look for that really soon. I'm going to have that like any day now as soon as I get this out I'm going to jump on and edit that episode and get it out to you right away also we are going to be starting up a second podcast that's right a second podcast we are going to be doing dun 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 the fall of plague stone so I decided to not do age of ashes for a couple of reasons the number one reason is is that traditionally Paizo does a traditional meat and potatoes straightforward adventure path 
followed up by sort of a strange, weird, esoteric adventure path. And I know for a fact that the Age of Ashes is going to be kind of a straightforward adventure path in the sense that, you know, you're going to have your standard fantasy elements in there. And at this point in time, our guys really enjoy doing the stranger adventure paths because we've kind of seen and done it all after 40 plus years of playing. And I also created content for the second adventure path. In the second adventure of the second adventure path, book two of the second adventure path, I created the monsters. And man, I can't really pass the opportunity to attack and kill my own guys with paizo monsters created by me i mean can you blame me so yeah that's the one we're probably gonna run we're also still doing dead sons so we got to finish up dead sons but extinction curse comes out in january so dead sun should definitely be done by january then, at the same time, we should probably finish up the Fall of Plague Stone sometime around January as well, because it's a much smaller adventure that only takes you from level 1 to about level 3 or level 4, so that one should go much faster. So the timing should be perfect. We should finish up Dead Sons, then we can start Extinction Curse with the core guys. I will say the Fall of Plague Stone has people you're familiar with, but it's going to be a slightly different cast. And one of the things that's going to actually have to fall by the wayside, I believe, is perhaps a GMPC tip, unless I get inspired, because I do have to now record and do two episodes a week for quite a while, and my time's going to be very stretched, so I have to make sure and keep these intros and outros much shorter than usual, because believe it or not, these five to ten minute intros and outros can take an hour or two to edit, so I'm going to have to keep them short. That being said, I'm already like five minutes into this one. But I do want to just give you an idea of what to expect in the near future. As for when it's going to drop, the plan is that the Roll for Combat Fall of Plague Stone is going to start August 1st. That's right, the day that we're allowed to talk about it. It's going to drop immediately. So we're getting ready, we're about to start playing it, we're going to start recording it, and it's going to come out, boom, day one. So you guys can jump right in. And something else about the Fall of Plague Stone is because it's a smaller adventure, I feel like a lot of people are going to be doing Age of Ashes. There's going to be a lot of podcasts about it, a lot of actual plays. I don't know how many people are going to do the Fall of Plague Stone, but it's sent it's shorter you can get a feel for the system you can actually listen to a small adventure it's not going to take two years like this one has taken it'll take a few months and i'll be honest as much as i want to do extinction curse eric mona is releasing a new adventure in january 2020 as well and i kind of want to play that one too so Right now, the plan is to play Extinction Curse, but depending on how the Fall of Plague Stone goes, I might actually instead do lots of little adventures instead of just adventure paths. I don't know. We're going to see how this goes. But be on the lookout for a second Roll for Combat podcast. That's right. I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's going to kill me. But I will figure out how to make more efficiencies in creating these podcasts. But with that, let's get to this week's episode. As Bob said, you've arrived at your destination. I think it was about, oh, I don't cool. know what I said. I think it was 18 days, something like that. You emerge from the drift. However, you're nearly a day's travel 
from the gate of the Twelve Suns. You also see something interesting. The entire area is filled with plasma gas, almost as if it is hidden from view on purpose, almost like the Crab Nebula, almost like Star Trek II, where it's like, you know, you're inside one of those, like, seas of gas, the Badlands, if you will. So I need Um, to go in there and think two-dimensionally. Got it. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Mm-hmm. More like the Badlands. So now you can see why no one was ever able to find this. It seems like it was purposely made to not be found. Almost hidden it away. What do you do? I say, I better take the calm. Chris Beamer is playing the tiefling technomancer, Akiro the Just. Uh, no. Stand over there. At any rate. Um, I better I better take the piloting for, uh, thrusters. All right, if you're ready to pilot, that's fine. But at the same time, obviously, what we really need to do is, uh, Dr. Tuttle. Run a scan. Science. Do, do some science stuff. All right, all right. I'll do some science stuff. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. I assist, whatever it may be. I'm going to assist that. That obviously <laughs> negative. I got a natural one. Wow, good job. Thirty on the scans. Actually, oh man, you found out everything. All right, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I know when I'm giving it to Tuttle. This is a lot to read. You get to read it, Jason. I gotta read. It's fundamental. It's more fun when Jason reads them. But but I don't know how to read. All right. Scans reveal that a single that a single planet orbits each star at exactly the same distance. The planets have roughly the same diameter, mass, and rotational period. Even stranger, each planet's orbit is synchronized with all the other planets in the system so that every so often they all face the center of the circle of stars at the same time. The gravitational forces exerted by the 12 stars is in a delicate balance, achievable only with exacting measurements and more than a little magic. These forces make navigating through the system very difficult and using a drift engine within the system impossible. The safest time to attempt to reach one of the planets is when its orbit reaches the point furthest from the center of the system, though it is by no means simple. In addition, 11 of the planets are lifeless hunks of rock with no atmosphere. Only one can sustain life. It is, in fact, teeming with it. A single intact structure can be detected on that planet's surface. Uh, sorry. The occasional burst of gravitational energy emanates from each planet as it reaches the point in its orbit where it is closest to the center of the system. The energy comes from a hole in each planet's crust at the equator that seems to reach straight down to the planet's core. Deep scans of the system's planets reveal small cosmic strings, one-dimensional defects in the fabric of space that produce gravitational waves, mystically combined within each each planet's core. These cosmic strings are maintained by massive technomagic devices kept in working condition by armies of maintenance bots. So basically, there's 12 suns. Picture a clock. And around each sun, there's one planet. And they all have different orbits, but they do line up all facing the center at certain times. And the planet-slash-sun combination at 6 o'clock is the only one that seems to have life on it. All the suns appear to be the same size. All the planets appear to be the same size. And this is inside a nebula that does not allow drift travel, and it is about a day away for you to get to even just the system, and then probably a few more hours for you to approach one of these sun-slash-planets if you want to do that. So right now, you're inside this nebula. This is pretty far away. This is millions and millions of miles across. And 
that is what you know. Well, the logical thing to do would be to start at the planet that's at one o'clock and then work our way around exploring each planet to two o'clock, to three o'clock, to four or five, and then to six and seven, eight. That would be the logical thing to do. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. To be thorough. Yeah. You can. The right. planet with life, if you also saw on the scan, is the only one that had a structure on it as well. Yeah, that's... Um, well, well, that's planet the six, argument though. we go straight to there. Obviously, that's that also six. is where the bad people are. That's, what about one o'clock? What about... Why don't you start at seven o'clock and then work your way all around so six is last. You can do that too. But then we'll go home when we hit five. Who ever thought of starting at oh, seven yeah. o'clock? That's craziness. Okay, yeah, six o'clock makes a lot of sense. Um, Should I take the helm because I'm, I'm concerned about your piloting? Uh, no, that's okay. Well, here's the thing: what, what do you have an ability to actually pilot at at least at least the limited level that Hiroji was able to? Uh, yes, uh, I don't know what his levels were, but I'm an accomplished pilot as well as scientist. Uh, okay, so how long would it take you to do the Kessel Run? Uh, 2.5 parsecs. Oh, not bad. All right. Uh, okay, that's fine. Take the helm. Uh, I'll give you your orders. As <laughs> well, you I mean, I could, I could assist you. I mean, well, I mean, this is where we have to actually compare uh, abilities here. I, I have, I have a 14. Yeah, hold on. I don't remember what I have. You have a 14, also. I have a 15, actually. Mm. Remember, we leveled up. So wow. that means you can't be that's, pilot. That's and a pilot. Captain. Yeah, you can't be both. That's a though. pilot. You can't yeah. be both. So who are you uh, going to give the captain? I'm happy to let you pilot because I can give you plus two to a skill, and that would finally bring somebody up to about my level. Only if you succeed. Well, fair point. Uh, difference between 14 and 15 is minor enough that giving my plus two to hit or to uh, Jason fixing the engineering probably will help for once. Is anyone else a pilot here? I am level seven. I'm an okay um, pilot. Yeah. Well, here's the next question. is it's not, Why don't you work out your dexterity and base tech bonus and all that for your to hit bonus. If you need to man a gun. Um, that's pretty high number. All right, then maybe you're a gunner. We'll see. At the moment, I don't think we need to worry about it. It's not like we're going to get into any space combat here amongst these 12 floating stars and oh. planets around them in the middle of deep space in a nebula. I hope not. Where the drift doesn't work. Well, Mo's going to helm the gun anyway. The, the turret in the center, should I say. Take us to whatever planet you want. Maybe this is just a bad visualization, John, but I always kind of just assume Mo is sitting at the gun station, kind of just fiddling with it and, and touching it, yeah. staying near it. Blowing up some asteroids here and there. He, he's reading comic books. It's really nothing <laughs> not, nothing unusual to see out here. Are we talking like Dark Knight or are we talking to Archie? Be honest. Uh, Archie. Okay. Definitely Archie. All right, let's bring her in. Okay, yeah, uh... Again, uh, Mr. Akiro, why don't you why don't you just take your station over there? Okay, I take my station. Yeah. Okay, let's take her in. Are you guys all in your stations? I'm taking the captain's chair. I'm good. I guess I'm piloting. Yes, you are. I'll go to science. 23. So you don't really need to do anything. I mean, it's going to take you a good day to get to the to the um, you know to the to the gate, the stars. So you start going, and uh, an hour goes by. Two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Nothing's happening. It's slow going through the nebula, through the uh, the different colors, the clouds, the multiple colors, the badlands. If you do, we have to sleep. No, eventually you'll sleep. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you guys how you want to do this. It will take twenty four hours. So, do you want to sleep 
and then wait. Do you want to stop the ship? Do you want it to go on autopilot? You tell me. How do you want to do this? We can just I would prefer do it in shifts. Well yeah. I mean, there's not much to pilot. You just head in a just head in a straight line, and then you nod off. Okay. So you approach. About a almost a day goes by. You're a few hours outside of reaching the orbit of the sun and planet number six. And all of a sudden, nothing's on scopes. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything. There's nothing bad going on. Except for the crushing sound of something striking the hole and all the alarms going off and decompression occurring on the ship. Battle station. Roll for combat! Oh no, what is that thing? You hear oh, and see squawk computers. on it. What? What do you say? Oh, that's a squawk. Okay, that's our pet. <laughs> my, my pet. Like, Kill the pet! Kill I thought it was pet. a. Oh, I thought that was the intruder. No, that's not the intruder. <laughs> like, what's a squawk? It's chewing on the power cables. You see flashes going off, and you see that there is a huge hole on the side of the ship from. From down there, what do you do, Akira? It's in the uh, uh, port's cargo hold. Okay, so we've been hit. Where where is this hull breach? Down there, the southwest or port side cargo bay. And from the readings, there's like flashing warnings. Readings it looks like something has literally penetrated your ship and like ripped into it. But it doesn't look like it's it was. Uh... A uh, another ship attacking us, right? You have no idea what's going on. It sounds like something is literally hit your ship and has torn a hole in it. And now there's like pressure gates going on. There's a lot of alarms. <laughs> like atmosphere is getting lost. All this stuff. It's fun. All right. Uh, I want to do a scan for other ships in the area to see if it, if we were attacked. Yeah. My question is, okay. are we in turns or are we just talking? Yeah. No, you're in turns. Akira's up. We're in turns. Okay. okay. So Chris, do your action. Okay. 31, you do an engineering, um, you don't see any other ships in the area. So, but again, the atmosphere, the Badlands could be interfering with your scanners, who knows. But you know something is attached or penetrated your ship. All right, and then I, what I'll do is, with my other action, is a, uh, I'll stop the engines, I'll stop the ship. I'll okay. stop. Um, Ian's, uh, Ian Tuttle's up. Um, I'm going to kind of see if I can do like an engineering on the on the breach and see what's going on. Sure. You activate the cameras over there, maybe. Thirty-seven. Yeah, it feels, and you're able to figure out there's literally a ship sticking out of your ship. It looks <laughs> like someone is boarding you. It's like that Voyager episode where they like yeah. slammed. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening. Someone there was also like a Battle Star. So they There's literally rammed us, and that's how they board? Okay. Yeah, they ram you, went through your hole, and they're starting to board you. Well, I will... T- uh, boarding party incoming. Yeah, three cheers for our, for our weapon or sensors. <laughs> what were you trying to say there? Yeah, our sensors aren't very good. Yeah. Well, well we're in this whole nebula thing where you can't actually see any ships. Sensors are useless. Sensors are useless. Yeah, exactly. Shields are useless. All right. I, I bet you there's a technology level where sensors would be useful. Yeah, like 
more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was I'm sure our technology level will go past the artificial suns that were created and the planets that were created and the nebula that was created that would be able to overcome this. Yeah, sure. Well, that's not mm-hmm. these guys attacking. These guys are scrubs. Uh-oh. We'll see. Uh, no, I'm, heading, I'm, I'm heading to the you. escape pod, so that's me. These guys. <laughs> the chatter's up. Yeah, I'm running these to guys I'm not, are, I think I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. They're amateurs. I'm expecting the worst. I'm very afraid. Cheddar. They board it's our Cheddar ship. Doing. They expect us. <laughs> Cheddar. What are you doing, Jason? Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, well, I mean, I guess Cheddar, for, for this round, I don't think I can do much. I guess, I guess I'll send Cheddar in that direction and plan to follow him shortly. Uh, I am actually likewise going to go in that direction. But what I will do is... Get your grenades ready, Rusty. Uh, that was a move action. Wow, look how brave. And as a move action, I am in fact going to uh, ready an action to shoot anything that comes through. I'm, use, I'm moving my character to identify the spot. Hold on. Anything that comes through those doors there. Okay, wow. the doors are, the doors are all closed. You can't see that far. Well, it's in a straight line that's less than 60 feet away from me. The and doors, doors, 5, 10, 15, there's doors. Oh, God. That's at 25 feet right. south of you that are closed. Fine. Okay. No, great. Uh, if those doors open, I shoot anything that comes through. Got it. Mo's up. Mo, are you, you going to retreat to the outside of the ship? Um, I'm going to go there and open up the doors, and that's as far as I can go. You see nothing. It's not dark. You can see everything. Uh, Kiro is up. Okay. He, when Mo moves right there next to those doors, they open automatically though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doors are going to open automatically. All right. So wait, that's five, 10, 15, five, 10. Okay. And, uh, I, that is a move action. And as a standard action, I am going to ready an action that if the, if an enemy comes, I'm going to shoot it with my gun. Actually, a swift action, I produce my gun, and then... Actually, no. Uh, I move there, swift action, produce my gun, cast mirror image. Of course. What am I thinking? And I'll roll my images. Shoot, I forgot to turn my... Uh, haste circuit haste on? Circuit on. I, I thought about that before Ready my turn, to. and I forgot about it by the time it was my turn. Alright, roll for images. Two whole images. Whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-doo. Okay. Tuttle's up. Tuttle is going to draw his weapon while on the move and head down toward the rest of the gang. Scooby and the gang. And I guess that's where we're going to stay for now. Rusty's up. All right. I see nothing. So uh, is the door to the south of Mo now open? Yep. Great. Can so at this point, it's a visualization thing. All right. I moved there, and I ready an action to attack if the doors that I was originally going to do last time below me open. Okay, so this time I turn on my hay circuit, and it doesn't come into effect. And I'm just going to run down here. I'm going to have my... Yeah, I'm going to have my sword out, and I'm going to... uh open up these doors below me. I assume that's as far as I can go. Yep. Open up the doors. You don't see anything. Gears up. Chris, you're up. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, um, as a move action, I'm going to activate my laser scope on my gun, because I have to do that. And I'm going to move. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm moving, and I'm, 
I don't have any other actions, but I am looking down the hallway too. Oh, and I also, I don't know what kind of action, but we, is are we having decompression in here? Like, do we need to activate our suits? No, we're, we're in our suits. I like the helmet. You're in your suits automatically. I presume you're always wearing them. Uh, there is slight decompression, but the ship's compensating. But there's like there's a lot going on. There's like lights and alarms. There's basically something punched a hole in the side, but it looks like it's it's causing enough of the ship is causing most of the hole to be sealed. So only small portions are causing decompression. Not enough to like suck you out of the ship. Or to have problems breathing, but obviously it's uh yeah it's not. I, I I also say on the comms, uh, they might be heading for the engine room if they're not if we don't see them. Let's keep going. Presume you're done. Hey, nope. Jason. Yeah, sorry. Be with you in a second. Did you do anything? I'm just moving down the hall with everyone else for now. Oh, okay. All right, those of us who are brave are in the front, so that means me and Cheddar. I am moving to there. I am ready in action to fire if I see an enemy. Mo's up. I don't know. Uh, all right. Yeah. So my first move is step five. This isn't a five foot step, but I'm moving five. Uh, do I see anything in that all the doorway? Doors are closed. All no, the doors no, no, no. around us are closed. That's correct. And I guess I open this door. Is that open. part of a movement, or is that like a standard action to open no, up No, it's part door? of your movement. No, they open automatically. Yeah, as you walk oh. in front of it. So you yeah, walk I never, there. I never moved through doors quick enough that it ever came up. Did, did you ever see a program that's called Star Trek? Have you ever seen that? Because they have doors Ooh. that operate like that. Yeah. You, you referenced but, it, but you may not have ever seen yeah, that but, before. Yeah, but Star Trek doors work on fairy dust, and that's not in Starfinder. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it is, though. Lots of so magic. Wait, we have two crew members, one of which is standing on either side of the door, pulling it open as we approach. So you oh, see, Hello. as you open up the door, you see a creature of darkness in front of you. What do you oh, do? Oh, I've been waiting for so long to say this. I attack the darkness. <laughs> uh, is this a mysticism check, do you think? You're going to spend the time? Okay, you can spend your... Well, I get it for free, don't I? If I know what it is. Well, you, not in one second. I would say you have okay. to spend. All right. Like well, a, at least this a, is how like I'm going to someone's check. turn to look at it. So not right. Well, no, reactive uh, knowledge check. All right. Well, I'm just going to check the old-fashioned way. If it bleeds, it can die. The way. Yeah. Attack submitted and waiting for return input. Okay. You hit it. Um, Want me a real D100? But. Nah, close. The thing looks like it's Oblivion Shade Spawn is what it looks like. Okay, the good news is you hit it with your ultra-thin longsword for 31 points of damage. But since it is incorporeal, it only does half damage. Wait, does your ultra-thin longsword have any whatsoever, any um, fusions fusions on it? No. Uh, Then you do no damage whatsoever. Okay, uh, I... Okay, that sucks. Let me... You attack it and hit it with your magicless sword, and it passes right through it. Um, as a free action, I drop my sword and pull up my pike. <laughs> ah, because your pike has your recall. It's thing. called. Very good. Right. Nice. 
and I don't think I can do a full attack with a free action. Is that correct? You no, can't you're do done. a full attack. You're um, actually, I'm going to argue. No, you you're talking you to someone who's got a haste circuit activated right, right now. You can't I can't do move and no, do a full that, attack. You already did an attack. No, you already did an attack. You can't right. do. Right. He was doing do a full attack. round of attacks, right? No, no. He didn't say he's doing a full attack because he would get oh. a minus four. So it's too oh, late. Oh, that's Go. right. Okay. okay. Oh, he also no. moved, too. Didn't yeah. he move? No, he can move and then do a full attack, but oh, you get a minus four. You can't retroactively do No, no. That's, that. He didn't announce it. That's the problem. Yeah, right. I didn't yeah. announce it. See, because okay. otherwise, actually, the dropping it is free and the calling it is swift. So you actually might have still been able to argue for, like, a full round of attacks, but not yeah, if you didn't. Yeah, I got plenty of, I got plenty mm. of options. So, okay. Okay, this thing sees you, and it swipes you with its incorporeal touch trying to rip through you. Nice, it misses me, because it's incorporeal! <laughs> I think she did miss you. Mo laughs. <laughs> that one. Oh, it actually can hit me? Of course it can hit you. It's like a ghost. Uh, um, that's not good. Misses it's you. a good, 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 ghost! <laughs> oh, Makiro, you hold on a second. Scoop, it's a ghost! Let's get out of here! <laughs> Those crazy kids. Those meddling kids. Is this old man Weatherby? <laughs> <laughs> Why, this isn't an Oblivion Shade spawn. It's old man Weatherby. <laughs> One appears, goes through the wall, and appears behind Mo and does its attack on you. An attack on Rusty. Oh, like what? Hit. Misses. All right. You're getting lucky, John. You are getting lucky. You yeah. Getting lucky. Yeah. I think I need to be lucky. This is not good. Better than lucky than good. And then. What's going on? All right. I, I will, as a swift action, you don't I'll go activate. Yet. You know, oh, you don't go yet. Well, it looks like it's his turn. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The corner with an acid blast. Wait a minute. Something hit me with 29. There's no cover at all. I mean, it looks like you're shooting 45 degrees. You can't shoot around a corner. That's 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 crazy. Get him. Get him. You yeah, hear well, it being said. That should be uh, <laughs> a lot. That's a plus two at most. Uh, but yeah, this is that's I'm looking at through the corner. It hits me. And also, a person. And also through the other two people, though they are incorporeal. No, no, it didn't go through two people. It didn't do any of that. No, I'm not Here's saying up. the monsters are there, but I mean, it All could right. be invisible, but you can't even see where it's coming from. No, I saw the attack, and it's going. It's a forty-five degree attack. Your EAC is twenty-four. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm moving. That's on. right. I didn't get. I get. I didn't get Rusty's armor. That's right. Oh yeah, you should have gotten that. So, yeah, a 29 with cover and other things sure. easily okay. hits you. Yeah, you're right. All right, I'm going to um, activate my haste circuit, which doesn't take effect this round, but I will move. That's one move. That's 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 where I go, and I'm done. Hold on. Really? You don't want to get any, give me any flanking bonus at all? Nothing? I don't. With what? I don't have a melee weapon. Uh, your fists. Doesn't no, it doesn't that's, that doesn't count. Yeah, it does. It's a melee weapon. No, it just, it, do, it doesn't count. Do give me some flanking. And tunnel count. is up. Give me Ch some Cheddar's flanking. job is to give you flanking. He's on his give way. Give me some flanking every day. Give me some flanking. If I had a bayonet on my weapon, it would give me flanking, but I don't have that. Well, Cheddar is currently attacking. But would I have like knowledge that Mo is under? Is this, like actually under attack at this point? Did he sure. say anything? 
Sure, I'll say he said. He said, help me, I'm scared. I used to have a party. In that case, I will speed up and double move down to the intersection. I like these attacks on our ship (laughs) in lieu of space combat. Although now your ship has a huge hole in it. I know. Well, it was probably already weakened by Rusty's horrific flying before. You mean the the monster that attacked? Oh, yeah, the monster. I keep forgetting. Right, yeah. Okay. You have to remind me every time. I am moving there, and I'll shoot it. Froze what the hell, though I don't think it's going to do much. I do, in fact, of course, have uh, a little magic on my weapon, though I'm not activating that usage. Let's do a check. Uh, Okay, well, it's best to find out what number I'm going to need now, so hold on. Get him. All right, so 35 for my bluff. Which one? Uh, oh, sorry. The one between that I have no my negatives against that has no... Problem. Okay. I don't know how you do it, but of course, some incorporeal shade is somehow whatever by your thing. So, cool. Okay, he, I think he, that Matt... He, post- he, didn't make, okay. he didn't make the rules. No, he made the rule. You made the rule. Yeah, he, didn't make, he, didn't, he didn't make the rules, I'd say. Oh, I know, I know. Well, we're at least we're going to see how Rusty's armor works. So what do you hear hitting it with a bombarding Shirinai uh, rifle with piercing? So Yes, Shirinai rifle. Piercing and magic. So I did half seven damage. damage. There you go. Seven damage, half damage. So you mean yeah. the first damage. First blood. <laughs> first blood is, oh, blood is drawn. Oh, first blood is drawn. So wait, do we get a so get I, him though? I'm sorry, hold yeah. on. All yeah, the damage get him. was another way of putting it. I've done all the damage. Okay. Mo you got to tell us about the get him. Uh, th- you don't have a get him, but he is flat-footed-ish. You have plus two against the one that's between us, Mo. Okay. Um, all right. Let's see. This is grim. All right. Well, I might as well attack the one that's between us. I'm going to... Uh, if I do a full attack, can I actually do an attack of opportunity? Yeah. In another round. Okay. I don't know if those were mutually exclusive. I can't move without drawing attacks of opportunity. You can't move through them. You can't move. You're stuck. No, I know. <laughs> There's nowhere for you to go. You're no, literally surrounded. No, what I'm saying, though, is like these monsters, if they move, yeah. I'm going to do a full attack on the one on the right. Uh, it's a minus two. But you get a plus two from Rusty. Yeah, yeah. So it's a minus two because it's a full attack. And yeah, the, sure, minus so. two. Yep, incorporeal. Right, so we're gonna go cold pike two attacks. Wop wop. Did you put in the the minus? Yes, I did. I put the minuses in. You hit and do thirteen. Mo Mo is a hitting machine. Mo's very dangerous. He sits sevens. A six hit, he hits with. Hit with a six. Well, guys, guys, All look right. at their. I'm hitting 21. 21s and 20s hit. So they have very low armor class. Okay, again, this is the metagame comment. And I don't know if Starfinder is exactly the same, but in Pathfinder, corporeal cre- incorporeal creatures also have lower hit points overall. They have huge defenses, but if you, you can whittle them down. Right. Anyway, uh, Mo's done. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. Oh, this will get interesting. Give me one second. Yeah, I'm worried about Mo. Oh, you have no idea. It's going to get way worse. <laughs> way, way worse. Okay. Have a backup character ready, John. Hold on. I hope it's another soldier. Oh, it's way worse than that. Hold on. No, 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 no. Okay. You see a creature. A yeah. looks like a human man. 
who is covered in skulls, has white dreadlocks, horns coming off his shoulders, has a liquidator disintegrator pistol, a Ah. huge tactical spear. And as he's walking towards you incredibly fast, he starts to chant and saying horrible things in tongues. Everyone who can see him, a.k.a. Mo. Oh, everyone. I'm not, I'm not facing them, really. I'm everyone facing the other one. Everyone who's in his line of sight, uh-huh. give me a will save. Yeah. Uh-oh. Would I be in his line of sight, or would I have the yes, angle there? You will be. Everyone, let's see. Mo 17, Rusty 16, Nakiro 19, Tuttle 14. You all fail. You are all hey. shaken by his tongues that are being said as these strange sounds are causing you like you're causing you great discomfort you'll get a minus two to your attack minus two to your saves minus two to your ability checks and minus two to your skill checks ah all of you so So, he's speaking the old tongue of the old gods it sounds like right wow the one in front of mo Swipes his incorporeal claw and hits you for a whopping eight points of acid damage. Not very much at all. The one behind you will actually do a full attack. Crit you, but for a whopping 12 points of damage. Right. These are very small types of attacks. And for the second attack. It seems to do that a lot. It seems to do a lot where it'll crit and then roll a one. In front of Tuttle, he sees one of the shades appear coming through the door. You don't go. Hey, excuse me? Okay, my turn? So one of them flies through the door and is now in front of Tuttle and oh. uh, Rusty and attacks Tuttle. Hits you with an incorporeal touch for six points of damage. And then another one flies through the wall. Before it. Oh, good lord. Alright. In front of Rusty. Mrs. Rusty with his fantastic armor. Ah, it's so good. Also, you know, he had a 20. Where's the one that attacked? Akira is up. Wait, there's, wait, there wasn't one, there's not one in front of Rusty, or no? Yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, we don't know there where is. it is. Oh, no, you uh, can't see it. Hold on. Can you see it now? Yes, thank yes. you. Well, and it matters, because he's blocking my view of yeah, no, no. we were yeah, focusing yeah. fire on. So, yeah. Yep. You all have minus two to everything. You go, Akira. Alright, we're being overrun. Uh, uh, spells are a good thing against incorporeal. They are a good thing, aren't they? Hold on a second. They're all going to have magic resistance. You just, just shoot them. Shoot ha! Okay, so I think I can do this then. I got to double check. This is a new thing. You have not seen this yet. Waiting. Hold on a second. Let me just look up the spell. I'm just wondering if my uh, my feat that's called um, selective targeting works on a line spell. So selective target, when you cast an instantaneous spell with an area effect. It's not, it's an area effect is an area spell, a line spell is a line spell. That's the keyword's wrong, so now it doesn't work. That's a keyword. Well, they both say, like, if you look under explosive blast, it's a 20-foot radius burst. Burst, if you right. look under arc, Yeah, but if you look under arcing surge, it says... Okay, then a, tell me what you're trying to do. Which one are you trying to use? Arcing surge, it's a line-shaped burst. So they're both burst. So I'm going to say, I think it works. What I'm trying to do is basically put a lightning bolt all the way through, all the way down the line here. And, and if what? He, and if he gets me, there it is. I get everyone. And what are you trying to use 
to um, miss somebody. It's called selective targeting. Oh, that's better. Selective targeting feet. That's a good spell See, to I, use. The range of it. Oh, it's 120 foot range. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it causes an electrical device in your possession to surge in power to unleash a line of electrical energy from the massive oversurge. It deals 10d6 electrical damage to all creatures in the area. And that selective targeting gets you to, yeah, area effect. Yep, that should work. It's instantaneous and it's an area. That's what selective targeting is. Uh, well, there's an equivalent in Pathfinder, which was used for uh, like fireballs and such. You could exclude one person. Eh, maybe I'm remembering wrong, but all right. No, there is. In, in Pathfinder, there is. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, though, so suddenly I doubt myself. Uh, huh. Yeah, it definitely works. I, I will I will say I'm 100% sure. Because it, they're both area bursts. Like, there's just one is a spreads out, one's a line. So, like, it arcs around, my friends. I'd spend a resolve point to make it happen, though. No, I'm looking right here. All rules defining effects. See, magic hack. Um, when you oh, cast... there's burst emanation, spread, cone, cylinder, line, or sphere. Yeah, Those are what right. they are. Burst, that line shape. It's a, all it says yeah. is when you cast an instantaneous spell with an area effect. All of those are area effects you just described. Nope, all that's of actually are. not true. No, no, no. Uh, Steve, i got to be honest. It sounds like what Chris is No, no, I'm looking right here. Most, okay, an area effect is a burst emanation or spread. Um, so, okay, I'll say it's fine, but it's not exactly what you're saying but yes it's fine all right but, but i'm going to use the, a res, i'm going to use a resolve point burst to... emanation or spread that's an area well it does say burst line shape. Yeah, no and that's why i'm saying it's okay because it's a burst so and they both yeah all right so i use the resolve to keep these two goons out uh rusty and mo and i blast the rest all the way down the this line this is great very cool okay so that is a dc 18 reflex save and one of them is flat-footed, I believe. That's two that have missed. Doesn't affect. One Doesn't made affect it. Anything. I don't know if that works. And only anything. the one made it. Wow. Including well, the guy, too. Right? Including yeah, the guy. Too. So, Chris, yeah. Yeah, this is this is some nice damage, i got to say. We finally well, have a we wizard. Don't know. Oh, wow. Oh, look at all those ones. So I'm wow. talking a little bit of math, and you just did about 140 damage. I like your math. That's the new math. Oh, so only about 120. Sorry, I exaggerated. Hold on. So you're reading all energy attacks. Blah, 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 blah. Do, do, do. Let's see. Incorporeal takes full damage from incorporeal attacks. Uh, so. I, I count 136 damage. No, no. One of them well, has half. So it's oh, actually it's only 119. Oh, oh, it's I see, rounding yeah. to 120. But. So they each take 50% for being incorporeal. And the other one actually takes 25%. So. Because it's not a force effect. Nope. Yeah, that's right. So 17. One only takes eight. Yeah, that's the annoying thing. But hey, it's but a nice, now the boss, they, they were lined up nicely for that. So They were lined yeah. up very nicely. Yeah, Bo- boss, boss should take full, though, right? Well, let's see. I'm looking at him. He might have spelled resistance. Maybe, but he doesn't appear to be incorporeal. So. Here's the full go. damage. Wow. Are you done? Well, that was your standard action. Right. Um, now I would like to make a knowledge check on one of these things. Sure. It's undead. Mysticism. That's, let's see. So 72 points of damage. It's okay. It did okay. <laughs> Not a bad turn. Not a bad turn for a standard action. And you right, only so hit this... four out of the five. You didn't hit them all. So I know. Don't get right. cocky. All right. So this is a minus two because of the shakenness. So 13. Ugh. 13. 
They're undead shades. <laughs> that's, that's all you know. That's all I know. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Aeon Tuttle got two in your face. Tuttle will take a guarded step, and then he will shoot one with his dra- uh, his Dragon Drake pistol, which is glowing with kind of a wispy ethereal uh, glow because he actually, in a complete bit of happenstance, put the Ghost Killer seal on it. Nice! Oh, you kidding <laughs> oh, me? Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's look wow. at attack of opportunity because he's right next to. You, but... I, I thought I t- said a guard step, but it's not, you're still next you're to him. Still next to one. Oh yeah, I guess it is what? still. Yeah, whatever. You could have backed through the room actually. Hits you, but you hit it for nice. full damage for thirteen points of damage. Nice. Uh, hits you for seven. It hits you. Hit it for thirteen. I was like, ah, Jason. What does that seal do? It it allows a weapon to do full damage against incorporeal. Interesting. That's that's really good. Now, Cheddar, I'm going to tell you something, Jason. Although I don't know if you're any his line. Say, is he inherently magical by any chance? Um, he has the button. You have the button. Yeah, I don't think he's inherently magical, unfortunately. So even though you have the line effect, none of the, these aren't going to work against it. So you're going to have to either just do something or press the button or God knows what. Although you already went. So This turn, I and also I sort of not having pers- perfect knowledge, I guess I'm going to do the shot just for, for grins. Let's see what happens. I'm going to look at it. Let me look something up while you're doing the shot. Shutter should do a line attack lightning bolt. Bow! He actually has a yeah. line attack. He actually has a line attack. So that's why I wanted to look it up because he could have hit them all. It's just there. since he's not magical in any way, it doesn't. it's not going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're pretty good, but they don't do anything. You actually would have hit, but it, it goes right through them. It goes through right both through both of them because it, it's completely not. It doesn't do any damage. Rusty. Ruh-roh. All right. Uh... I launched the spectral uh, magical grenade. My one per day. Okay, attack of opportunity. Yes, and sorry, Mo. Misses. Now give me your attack at minus two to see if it hits that square. Uh, attack at minus two. Actually, as part of my attack, let's see if I can make the square flat-footed. Actually, I take that back. No, I'm not going to do that, of course. That's absurd. All right. I can't make a square. It has no intelligence. Yeah, as the words were leaving my lips... Uh, Plus Moe's in that square, so... Moe is going to get hit. Use, Do not use Moe in the damage area. Use use a, use a your feet to make it not get damaged. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. Grenade. Yeah. You, you use that feet. Okay. Yeah, so... You hit with the uh, 20. You easily hit the square. So which, which grenade was this? It's a magical <laughs> it grenade lobs out of his gun. It is the magical version of a frag grenade 346... Uh, DC 17 for half. Reflex? Damn! Reflex, yeah. Oh, now they're rolling amazing. Well, one of them missed. They're rolling like bosses. Two Actually, hit, two missed. Two missed. Yeah, yeah. Alright, no, that's, that's okay. good. That's, that's all you can but, yeah, but it's also going to be half damage. And, uh, right. and uh, Mo. Mo's got a roll. I made it. I hit a, made it. He got a 21. I was the first one to make uh, it. I got a 21. Minus two. All right, minus nineteen. So it's still minus, minus two. Minus two. That's right. Everything's minus two. All right, do your damage. Four. Okay. All right. Team. Yeah. Look, my uh, gun. That's shot exactly earlier. average. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, two of them is three. Two of them is two of them is seven. That's fine. Not exactly a lightning bolt, but 
No, okay. I, I, I Kaboom. in this case, you know what, Chris, go ahead. You're absolutely right in this case. It is, <laughs> it is not even remote. Hold on, I'm also at a move action. No, no you're not going to. Most get seven damage too, I believe, right? For half yes, damage? Yes. Yep, seven. Uh, I'm doing a guarded step there. Uh-oh. Okay. Good job. They. Uh, you guys are actually doing very well against these things. I'm actually quite impressed. Um, what was up? Uh, full attack? Yeah, yeah. The one to your right is the most damage, remember. Um, I don't have any bonuses or nope, anything, no bonuses. so I get a, I minus, get a minus four, minus six. Yeah, minus shake, six. shaking. You're shaking. Yep. Minus six. You did, oh, however, hit him God. on a six last time. Yeah. Is it minus two right. damage also? No. no, no. Just triple check. Because the voices from beyond are scaring us all. It's just, yeah, there's not, it's not a damage, which is good. Oh, uh, that you actually didn't kill it. Hold on. One down, <laughs> one to go. Another town. Okay, you did kill it. Uh, oh, okay. You can attack the other one. one. You killed that one. The damaged one. Attack the. You could use your second one to attack the one to your left. A three for a thirteen will not cut it. So the oblivion shade disintegrates into nothingness, blah, 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 blah. leaving all of its treasure and items for us to pilfer later. Which are nothing. He's got nothing. <laughs> No, it's like a video game. It dropped a little pile of coins into the ground when it vanished. Nope. That's all. It it, it dropped nothing. Actually, um, nothing I'm going to take a five-foot step because okay. I can. Um, okay. Oh, that makes sense. And I'm then going to turn off my haste circuit. Very clever. It means they won't get full round attacks on you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're just so silly. You think that's true? Wrong. Well, yeah. well you do what you can. Yeah. Mm, yeah, we got to take care of the jangly man. The jangly man. Sounds like a Stephen King monster. Now, he, the way he's dressed, he does look like an occultist, right? Oh, yeah. Holy crap, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like yeah, the occult he's, armor. Yeah, he's dreadlocks, everything. He's full gear. Well, look, it sounds like you guys are discriminating against those who summon the undead. And I think they, they're really a misunderstood, protected class. They're abominations to all life. Says the demon. I'm demon. not a demon devil. <laughs> you, by calling me a demon, you're very, it's very insulting to me, by the way. I'm sorry, Damon. Yeah, that's, no, that's not as bad, but anything chaotic. I don't... He takes his full round attacking Mo with his disintegrator pistol. Hits you for 18 max damage. Oh, come on. There's a 32, even with a minus four. <sighs> oh, for the cover? Yeah, he rolled a 15. And then rolls a 36 for 12 points of damage. Yeah, he rolled really well. All right. He's also continuously talking and saying... No, get out of my head. Abilene drives me mad. And then after his full round attack, he moves. Somebody else has a haste circuit. I kind of wanted him to stay there. I kind of wanted him to be in the line. Oh, Z also has a haste circuit. Hmm. That's a good now thing to have. Now the shade takes a full round attack on Rusty. Yep. That's more like it. Oh, ah! max damage! Ah! 16 out of 16 on Rusty. R- Rusty screams. Screams at a very high, high level and volume. Yeah. High pitch. Does he have any kind of scream. high pitch, Eric? Does he have any kind of special thing on the crit? Incorporeal that's good, touch. That's a good question. You're absolutely right. 
he um thank you for asking sorry <laughs> it's just we should he uh no, no, he, it's, it's a crit. no it's actually fair. i'll tell you why in all seriousness do ask any attack that has a star next to it means it does do something on a crit on um, all attacks yours mine everyone's the right. reason for that is because if i put in extra damage it does it twice so for example like if it does corrode which this does which is just an extra 1d4 what ends up happening is it does 2d4 so i take it i took that all out because i don't want to do extra damage on either end so it does do it hits you it crits you it does a corrode which means you are covered in acid you take an additional one point of damage and you will continue to take damage until you get that acid off of you every round I'm going to take two damage around or D2 damage. You have a dot on you. Now. 1D4, yeah. you have a dot on you. The creature in front of Mo takes its five foot step, walks up, attacks him, rips through him, does seven points of damage of acid. So that was, that was good. Dead. And this one in front of Tuttle does his full round attack on Tuttle. Misses with the two. It does not miss with a 24. Akiro is up. Delay till after me if you want to focus melee attacks. Nope. Wow. Um, I don't want to focus melee attacks. I say, ah, oh, well, it was so good the first time. Hit him again! <laughs> and I do Nice. It. What are you doing? You I'm doing out. Arcing Surge again, and because it's only one person in the way, I don't have to spend a resolve. That is true. So I will do Arcing Surge again. That's my second third level spell. That's correct. And I'll roll damage, and it's a you DC, what did I say? Yeah, I only hit two. It's DC 18 reflex. They both fail. It was very wise of the boss to get out of the line of fire. It's there we go. Happened. It got hit. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. Oh, All right, so 19 wow. damage. damage. 18. Nin- no, it's rounded down. 18 damage. No, it's no, rounded- 19, 19, 19 is the rounded down. 19 oh, times right. 2 is 38. So it, it even Yes, 19. Rounded. Sorry. Nice. It's not dead. You hit two of them. Yeah. Arcing surge. Our, our arc of electricity comes out of my gun also. Because it's an electric oh, cool. device. So and what else do you do? I want to do a move action. I kind of wanted to do a knowledge check on him, but can I do that? He's or out of line of sight. He's out of line of sight. Right. Oh. He saw him earlier, to be fair. He even hit him with a lightning bolt. You can. He was behind Mo and PJ. Yeah, it's not reasonable. You may do it, but no, you might want to wait till you can see him a little bit. Yeah, you should get minuses for that. That's crazy. I'll say you can do it, but it's going to be heavy minus. No, no I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, I got it. Um, I think I really want to move. I really want to move into that room. You right. have a full move. You have. Your yeah, but there's things in there's things in my way though. Oh, there's no way you can get through all that. <laughs> there's like there's a, literally an army of things in front of you. I know. Uh, I guess I'm okay here for now. I'm done. Aeon Tuttle. I'm gonna do another guarded step. And shoot. Shoot them. Shoot them both. Too bad it doesn't have a line on that gun. Ooh. But the fire hurts. 13 nice. points of damage. Full damage. I presume Cheddar is just going to sit there and wave. He pull yeah, out little pom-poms and he starts being like, Roo, rah, well, He literally can't do anything. I mean, he could get to the, if he could get to the boss, he could do something against the boss, but he can't do anything to the ghosts. Boom, bah, rusty, go. Uh, all right. I want Mo to kill the one that's right next to me because it's time for us to start sending them out. So I get him, the one that is directly down to the right left of me, and then I attack him. I understand I will provoke an attack of opportunity. Hold on. 
I choose to reroll that. Okay, you make it. You're just doing one attack. Uh, uh, it's yes. Well, now it's plus four for anyone who wants to attack. Minus by two. Which, by which Shake I mean Mo. It. Which I mean Mo. So that one was hit by lightning twice and by me twice, and so it should. Does attack to opportunity on you and misses. Nice. Ah, that armor of mine is so great. Ah, no. You have acid on you that is burning you every round. It does only 1d4 points of damage, so it's not that bad. And you need to do an extinguish action to take it off of you. I look it up. It's like a move action or something. I'm trying to find it, but if you want to look up... It's probably like a DC 15 medicine check or something. It's something like that. It's similar to like Pathfinder. It's It's probably survival. It's something like that. Mo's up. All right, so... Uh, am I still shaking? Because this guy is yeah. out of my oh, yeah. line of sight. Okay, oh, yeah. just making oh, sure. Oh, you guys are all shaking. I'm going to do a full attack. Down. My minuses are in. Oh, actually, that's plus two because that one's uh, in get him. That's oh, the one that may get him? That one? Uh, yeah, oh. so. Okay. Hit for 10 points of damage. Well, 20, but half. And I'm going to do this again. You kill it. 12 Nice. Yep, that was the plan. Cannot move because there are no hay circuits on me. Wait, yeah, that's fine. Two dead already. Yeah, this is going to suck. Lightning bolt number three coming in. Two liquidator (laughs) pistol shots right in your face. Oh, it's going to suck. Well, one one shot. Man, I wish you had some armor that was good. Yeah, Yeah. bummer. It never drops. Never drops. I have good armor. Never what? Never no, drops. no, ar- no armor ever drops. It's really unfortunate. Oh well. You could buy some. Yeah, you could. Oh, minimum damage. Wait a minute. How did he move and get two attacks? He's got haste, haste circuit. circuit. Yeah. Or it could be haste spell. Actually, it does the same exact thing. Or haste spell. That is correct. Actually, what it tells me is we have a haste circuit in our loot that we're about to get. No, no, he's dissolving into freaking nothing. Not like that. Oh, that's the. That's you the guys guy. can't use haste circuits anyway. Double miss. I have one already. Yeah, he, the guy in front one. of you attacks twice, misses you. Yay. Where's my little squawk? Where'd he go? He's up in the Yeah, he can take an attack. He can, he I, can suck I have up that, some damage. I have that compartment he can fit in. Moves up. Attacks Rusty. Seven points of oh. damage. Kiro's up. Oh, look, they're all lined up. Look at that. They're all lined up. Oh, yet again. Here we go. You knock him down. I hate to be a one-trick pony, but Dude, if you have a third one, my god, of course you will. What do by you the have? power of Grey Sky. It's, tr- it's such a good trick, though. I know. Such a good corridor. So again, gonna be a, if you're going to be a one-trick pony, this is the trick to do. This, this is, is the trick. trick. Exactly. It. Arc of electricity blasts from his weapon and hits everyone that lined, including Mao, because I'm going to keep him at Mao. I, I, no! <laughs> I exclude Mao. Uh, I'm rolling damage. DC, hold on. What did I say? DC 19? Let me just double check DC. Uh, DC 18. Don't need to worry about it. 21, this, 22. This time, this time Steve cheated on his right. service. He hit well, hopefully I'll roll big. Here we go. There you go. I did not roll big. Uh, it's 16 right. on the boss. Very divisive roll by two. Or should I say four? So eight points of damage on the shades. 32 yep. points of damage. But only eight. No, but it's 16 on the boss, the main one. That's the actual... 8, eight and 16, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's great. It means actually the boss has taken over 50 damage before before we got to the boss fight. Good job. There you go. I wish there was another way to get into that room. God damn. Climb outside the ship. Go around. Oh, no, you can't do that. 
Uh, actually, uh, are you I, could move? I could move. I could you show can some, teleport. I could show some bravery. Go right ahead. Be brave. Brace or rock. No, What's he have in his hand? Oh, he's got a pistol and a spear, though, right? Yeah. About? Keep doing yeah. your attack. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay put. I'm good here. Aeon Tuttle. Ooh, he's got a clear shot. I do. Delay. Well, I'm, I'm going to go full attack. Even with a minus two, you're still hitting. Well, you get a plus one from Mo. Uh, he misses. That's a 17. No, it's actually... There's another minus two, so it's actually a 15. Yeah, the shaking's still there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cheddar's up. Cheddar do anything? Oh, he's moving up. But other than that, he can't do anything. Right. <laughs> That's great. Maybe the monster will hit his button. All right, so this is how this works. This is actually a weird thing. At the end of every round that you have acid or burning, you could attempt a reflex saving throw to remove the condition. The DC of this is 10 plus the amount of damage you took this round. So why don't you do it for last round? Or DC is only 11. So do a reflex. Uh, does it take an action? No, it's free. Oh, then fine. Uh, reflex save? That's what I'm saying. It's actually totally free. Yeah, reflex. it's not too bad. It's actually way better than Beth. Okay, All right. so Great. you I'll say you removed the last round. So you actually took the damage and then it came where you just like... As a free action, okay. you like rub the acid off. The thing is with like with like my gun though, like if you take twenty nine damage, like then the reflex save is ten plus twenty nine, it's thirty nine. Like you're gonna just burn to death. It'll never go away. Well, he may be about to put it on me again because I'm gonna again eat another attack of opportunity. So uh, I'm just saying, like, with, if I if I crit something with my rifle, it's it's gonna be hurting a little bit. No, no, no it's I not the crit that. damage; it's the corrosion damage. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it's not <laughs> well, much. yeah, you wish. That's yeah, I wish. It's not like a DC thirty-nine. It's like a DC like fifteen. Yeah, yeah, it's not that much. All right, so Mo, I am again setting up the one next to me for you to kill on your turn. Yeah, so I don't get care about that one anymore. Attack to give you a plus four. One second. I'll add to that. Action misses. That armor's pretty good. Wish I had something like that on. Really, really good. I'm loving it. It's great. Look at that. He's got a, what do you have, 27. You would never wear light armor, though, Mo. It's light armor. I totally would. It's just, really? yeah, absolutely. Armor is armor. It makes no difference. Dude, just don't be a cheapskate. Buy some armor. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here, set up for damage. you. Mo's up. I'm going to do something different. <gasps> this is going to be interesting. Uh, I am going to. Oh, I thought I, I thought I could extend my uh, my my attack. Oh, your reach. You can't. Yeah, but not through th another creature. You can't. Oh, why? Oh, you can't. No, it is an incorporeal creature. What? what there's you can't reach, attack through. You, can... you can't attack through another creature. Unless the mechanic a, would be you can't you can't do it through a threatened square. I would imagine you can't attack through another creature with a uh, with le, you can't do that with your weapon unless it's a friendly. Oh, well then I'm not going to do that because I can't even find that feat on my character. All right, I because you're minus two to your AC. Swap that feat out for cleave next time. I'm still I'm still shaking, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm shaking. Uh, I get, so it's just a total of minus four because of Rusty's get them with a full attack on, uh, the, these ghosts. Ooh. Whoops. No, what? That's, pretty, that's supposed to be a 10. Hold on. Yeah. There you okay. go. Yeah. Right. Third one Mo does down. not like to hit for zero. And now this one, he actually doesn't get, uh, he's at minus six. He doesn't get the plus four, but you still get to attack. And a whoosh miss. Uh, I am 
So now he's up, and he sees Mr. Moe standing right in front of him in the shade. And the jangly man will... Eh, he's going to step back a little bit. Actually, he's not going to step back. He will just shoot Mr. Moe twice with his liquidator. Is that a weapon? That would be a yes. That's a weapon. It only did 25 points of damage to you, so that's wasn't that great a shot. But let's do the second shot. There's a crit, though. If yeah, you well. get a crit, you don't get to say it only did. Well, then it missed. So it's like only hitting you once. And then he runs away. Hey, everyone. Steve here. So how I changed this was originally there was supposed to be starship combat. And then after the starship combat, you had boarding parties. And you had these parties and you would fight hand-to-hand either on their starship or your starship. And I felt like, why do you even need the starship combat? Let's just do the hand-to-hand fighting. And on Battlestar Galactica and Voyager, there's those episodes where they actually have these ships that crash into the main ship, and then they have boarding parties. And I was like, just do that. I'm just going to have them like board the PC ship and just fight there. And everyone's really enjoying it. So that sort of was my way of getting rid of the starship combat. It really felt like extraneous to me. There was almost no point to it. And this combat actually goes on for a while. There's multiple parts to it. This is the first part. The next part, you're going to find out that this boss can actually do some really cool things. And as I said, now that they're up to book five and they actually had the rules, this boss is a full-fledged envoy. And envoys can do some pretty darn cool things. And I believe he's like a level 10 envoy. So you got a level 10 envoy against Rusty and the gang. And you know all those fun things that Rusty's been doing to the NPCs and the monsters? Well, now he gets to do it to the PCs. And let me tell you something, they do not enjoy it next week. They really complain when they start having the envoy abilities get turned onto them. And I think Rusty might be complaining the most of all. Anyhow, that is next week's episode. As for the next couple of weeks, well, Gen Con is in well a little bit more than two weeks from now. I can't believe it. So a few things. Right now I still have one slot available for my Pathfinder Gen Con game on Thursday night. If you're interested, let me know. And I also have a few slots available for Starfinder levels 1 and 2, and that's Friday night. Somebody already reached out to me, and I'm going to fill the slot with him. Oh, and by the way, Jason might be driving up to Gen Con Friday night. So right now the Starfinder special Friday night appears to be myself... John Stats, Jason McDonald, a friend of mine, and a fan of the show. And I believe that's two more slots open. I'm not exactly sure who's going to fill them. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's someone from No Direction. Who knows? But if you're interested, you better let me know soon because I'm going to pre-fill the table ahead of time. So contact me on Discord if you want to join us. Which brings me to show notes. Don't forget there's a new podcast every single Tuesday, but there is going to be a new podcast for Pathfinder in the near future. I don't know exactly which day it's going to come out. Maybe Thursday. It actually might be Friday. I know Friday isn't exactly the best day for podcasts to come out, but it might be Friday just because I need to spread these out so I don't kill myself. 
do subscribe to them on iTunes and Androids. Do remember to check out Jason's Talking Combat column every single Thursday. Do come to our Discord channel. We just gave out two free t-shirts. That's right. If you post a lot and get to level 10 on the little game there, you get free t-shirts. And with Pathfinder being released, I'm going to have a whole bunch of new t-shirts because we're getting four new characters being created. And let me tell you, the artwork on these... Oh my lord. This is all I'm telling you. I got one of the best Paizo illustrators to do our characters. So when you see these characters, you're going to say, that looks like it comes from a Paizo book. And the reason is because it did. Well, not really, but it's the same artist that does some of the best work in the Paizo books. So you're going to look at it and think you're basically looking at a Paizo illustration. The artwork for these guys is sick. Also, do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We're now going crazy on Instagram. Do check out our Reddit channel. Do check out the Patreon. And do be on the lookout for our reviews. That's right, reviews. Jason is busy writing up the Pathfinder 2nd Edition Rules review right now. He's also busy writing up the Pathfinder Bestiary review right now. And those are going to drop. Well, the goal is to have those drop on August 1st, so you guys can read all about what we think of the new rules. So be on the lookout for that. And then the review for the Lost Omens World Guide, well, that's going to be dropping right after. As soon as we're allowed, I think August 7th or 8th, around there, we're allowed to release a review. But look for those three reviews during and right after Gen Con. But with that, be on the lookout with my interview with James Jacobs later this week and lots more as I got a ton of interviews this week with Paizo people. They woke up and decided, hey, let's schedule every single interview with everyone at Paizo in one week's time. Lots of fun for me. Anyhow, with that, I'll talk to you later. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Moe's motto, I reserve the right to complain like a baby.